Hi guys, welcome to the Slayer Layer. We are here for episode six, The Pack. Um, we are your hosts. My name is Chris. I'm Jen. I'm Amanda. have seen this episode 10 years ago and you only remember a little bit this might be what you remember that we see a demon hyena puppet possess a group of already pretty demonic possessed seeming teenagers and causes them to um sort of wreak havoc on the rest of the students in just like a mean bullying kind of way. Um, Some highlights that are going to come up will be cannibalizing of the principal and dodgeball. So those are some things to look forward to in this episode of the Slayer Layer. Oh! <laughs> so cool. yeah, what were your guys' thoughts for the beginning of the episode? Or was there anything like Amanda, did you remember this episode when you saw the title? I didn't and I texted Jen and I was like, I forgot how amazing this episode is. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I definitely this is one that was lost to time. But as soon as it started, I was very excited. Um, I remember nothing about this like (laughs) at all (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny I actually this was one this is one of the episodes of Buffy of the whole series that sticks out in my memory for no real reason other than that I think it's very good I think that if you don't watch Buffy at all you could still totally sit down and get kind of sucked into this episode Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up that the writers, Matt Keane and Joe Rank, Rankemeyer, um, they are going to write another episode coming up that I enjoy called Inca Mummy Girl together. So I'm excited for that. Interesting. And the director also directed the Teacher's Pet episode. Which was one of your least favorite episodes. Which was one of my least favorites, but it did also have cool practical effects. So maybe, maybe he's involved for the puppet situation of it all. I also realized that we're at episode six. We are officially halfway through season one. Because there's 12 episodes. Wow. And it's another, another vampless episode. Yeah, it's definitely it more of the X-Files vibe episode, mm-hmm. for sure. And it doesn't really seem like we get a whole lot of character development in this episode, but I did notice kind of some heavy Willow shade getting thrown. There's a lot of Willow being kind of like the weakest link in this episode, and I feel like it really highlights on her as being maybe the most the most likely to get picked out of the herd for the the gang of Scoobies with Giles and Xander and Buffy, which was kind of sad. But I think, yeah, she she comes out strong on the end and she's obviously a badass, but this episode really, really throws it on her. Poor Willow. 
So we get, um, I think at the, one of the things that stood out to me was probably one of my favorite Buffy outfits that happened at the very beginning where we open up at the zoo and Buffy is just looking dope as fuck. <laughs> and cool. yeah, she has like a suede kind of like tan jacket on, like one that you would imagine kind of like a um, like a cool, sexy, like journalist to wear, you know? And then she has like this green and white, like ascot tied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tied. She's got long boots on. And the jacket is so long, you can't tell if she has on a skirt. Like it's just her legs. Like the jacket <laughs> goes and it just goes to her legs and boots. Yeah, it's awesome. And then she's wearing this dope outfit and then immediately just gets bullied for being alone, I guess. And group, yeah, dude, this group walks up to her and starts talking shit for absolutely no reason. <laughs> and I felt like they're supposed to be, I guess, I don't understand if they're the cool kids or what. We've certainly never seen them before. And I don't know. It just no, seems because it's weird because Cordelia is the cool kid it that's like her clique is the cool kids and they seem to be like a separate sect of like four weirdly hot bullies that kind of <laughs> look like they should be vampires like they had strong vampire vibes totally they were all wearing they like weren't. leather jackets and, <laughs> and had spiky greasy hair like even the women in the group had spiky greasy hair <laughs> it was fucking odd for sure <laughs> Like, I guess it could be just, like, a strength in numbers kind of deal. Like, they're not the popular kids, but because they're a crew of, like, douchey, mean people. Yeah, they're, like, the troubled, yeah. like, alcoholic dad group or whatever. Yeah, and that's just their <laughs> Hey, not all of us were that mean, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's only if your dad was around still when you were in high school, that's maybe. True. <laughs> okay, okay, that's why. That gave me some humility. <laughs> Dude, it's only mean to outsiders. Only mean to outsiders. But this, okay, so this crew, though, ends up being, like, the main crew for the rest of the episode. So just imagine it's, like, a two-guy, two-girl uh, crew of, like, model-esque, like, heroin-chic, like, rude boys. Yeah, and they're kind of in, like, that weird, like, 90s resurgence of mod squad look almost you know <laughs> like, it's just very I was super thrown off and then um in the Wait, middle but yeah hold on really quickly I just need to like point out that it's like taking place at the zoo right and how you're alerted that you're at the Sunnydale Zoo is that there's signs everywhere for Sunnydale Zoo and they fully use the Jurassic Park font yeah. <laughs> for all the signs it was the same font. It was amazing. And it's like spooky, like lime green, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to point that out because that was my favorite part of this whole scene. <laughs> also, also, I would like to point out about the group of people that the only name that we get for any of them that I noticed at least was Kyle. So of course. course. They're just a group of fucking Kyles. Okay. The Kyles. Let's call them. Okay, from now on, they're the Kyles. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. You. You're right. I don't think that we get any other names. It's just yeah. anonymous henchmen. 
like anonymous yeah. bully people. Okay, so Buffy's alone. Mm-hmm. And then um, we get Willow and Xander come up and Xander is like, we just saw the zebras mating. <laughs> and he obviously is hella hard about that. <laughs> and just like highlight of his fucking day, dude. Like, <laughs> Wait, but Willow was into it too, dude. She was hella for science, into it. dude. She's into for it science. for science. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. it, like, I feel like this is like what gives Xander the strength to like go in to the hyena cage later. Is he? It's <laughs> like given all the strength by like seeing these like zebra's bone. <laughs> Dude, I honestly felt like it was just the power of mansplaining that got him into the zebra cage. It's like, dude, obviously Buffy is better than you at literally everything. And if she's not, then Willow is. So there's really no reason for you to be the one to go and do this thing. And he's just like, well, but I'm just going to do it anyways. And you you girls can just stay out here. I taken. First we have, um, we kind of like pan in and there's just this guy at the monkeys and he's like he's sketching. Drawing. Yeah, he's sketching. <laughs> he's sketching a monkey. I don't know. We never get to see the drawing, which I was really disappointed <laughs> in. <laughs> and so these, the Kyles, the Kyles come up to Lance as he, we learn his name is Lance, as he is <laughs> sketching these monkeys, like having an intimate moment with them, I guess. And the Kyles are obviously upset because he, Lance has like a genuine skill. And so <laughs> they're like thrown off into that. And so they're feeling subconscious and so they have to bully him. And are, I mean, are they going to like throw him into the monkey cage that's kind of their stick it's very with, aggressive. with Lance. yeah, yeah. the whole time <laughs> and then we get principal flutie comes and kind of like kind of saves the day and then he is like looking for lance to like rat them out and lance doesn't because he knows he doesn't that... snitch no dude he knows yeah. dude that snitches get stitches wait but why is the principal on the field trip <laughs> <laughs> that was my first he's question. He's super involved. Doesn't dude. he he's have administrative involved. duties to do? <laughs> Shouldn't he be at like He wanted a... to see the zebras boning. Dude. He got <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, for sure. <laughs> dude, so when the principals leave, the Kyles are so impressed that Lance didn't snitch mm-hmm. that they decide to terrorize him even more <laughs> yeah. by dragging him to go see the hyenas, which Lance informs us is closed. It's off limits. Yes, and you can visually tell it's off limits because of the like <laughs> caution yellow police tape that they just like walk under. And there's signs that say absolutely no admit admittance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what is happening in there? <laughs> it's very concerning. If any zoo had those types of signs, like that would just be very concerning. I guess it's just another day in Sunnydale though. So they break into this hyena cage and they force Lance to go yes they force him um and then i feel like at this point you already yeah you know what's happening like these kids are gonna take it too far (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was slightly concerned at where it was going yeah for sure 
the the pack mentality was already fully there but buffy willow and xander they see lance being dragged against his will and obviously they want to intervene and this is where christy mentioned that xander took on the the hero role he tried at least yeah this like creepy zoo keeper comes (laughs) i call him the wise zookeeper (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like don't go in there you know very classic (laughs) he gives all the exposition for the rest of the episode exactly (laughs) okay and then this is where we get the hyenas can learn to speak human names okay he says that the hyenas will follow around humans during the day and learn their names so that at night they can follow somebody when they're alone and like creepily say their name Okay, so Christy, what did you learn about how true okay. it is? So I found two different philosophers who mention a creature, but they aren't necessarily hyenas. It's this crocatus, or like a mixture of a dog and a wolf, is what they would call it, which is kind of like a hyena. That sounds and cute. so Pliny reports Pliny says that the animal is reported to imitate the voices of human beings which was interesting but then there's this scholar Photius and he says that in Ethiopia there is an ancient animal called Crocatus of amazing strength that is said to imitate the human voice to call men by name at night and to devour those who approach it so that sounded a lot more. That sounds similar, yeah. Yes, so. I think that if I was Giles and I had flipped perfectly <laughs> to that page in my like one of many books, that I would be like, oh, yes, Crocatus, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so hyenas, like, obviously, don't do this. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so don't this, like, yeah, and don't so they? obviously, it's like some like for folklore, right? And so. To me, at this point, I, so I like paused the episode at this point because I was like, what? I have to Google <laughs> this, right? And then I looked it up and found, you know, kind of what Christy's saying, that it's it's like old folklore. And then immediately I was like, okay, that it's just people. <laughs> like, it was some fucked up person in old timeies who would like do this to, to people, right? And then they would be like, oh, I'm sure they dressed up and painted their faces or whatever to look more animalistic or put like an animal skin on or something. But anyways, okay. But I did learn this actual like scientific fact about hyenas. Okay. Female spotted hyenas have a pseudo penis that is basically an elongated clitoris and some pseudo penises can grow up to seven inches long. So lucky fucking hyenas. I want a seven inch long clit. Can you imagine how much fucking pleasure you get? <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, I feel like a dick is a seven inch long clit. Dude. <laughs> Your clit probably is like seven inches long. It's just mostly internal. Oh. Yeah. So it might be. It's just not, it's just not all out there. Wait, but um, that's but that means that female hyenas, if they're only magic 
measuring the outside clit, they could potentially have a 14 inch clit <laughs> if it's yeah. also inside. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking powerful. That's powerful. <laughs> yep. I believe that could hypnotize people. Actually. Dude, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's really what's doing all the work here. Like all the telekinesis is coming from it's the, the pseudo penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that is something that they did not animate into Lion King. I will say that. <laughs> I really missed an opportunity there. <laughs> Dude, and then Christy, I really appreciate that when you were introducing the episode, you called the hyena a puppet because I also in my note put that they, it was a puppet hyena <laughs> <laughs> dude I wrote robotic lol robotic hyena okay so basically the Kyles drag Lance into the hyena exhibit and you get a shot of what is clearly an animate or a puppet <laughs> Super pu like just the head of a hyena and it just like peeks around the rock it's like <laughs> <laughs> so scary Dude. yeah and then you can kind of tell that something bad is happening because the um puppet hyena's eyes glow like yellow and then each of the kyle's eyes turn yellow definitely and it definitely reminded me of in a previous episode uh like christy calling it like a goosebumps effect oh my god <laughs> like totally. that was fully a fucking goosebumps moment of like the green like the gooey green eye <laughs> like it had just like lit up for a second <laughs> so it's incredible so you could tell that there's basically some type of soul bond or something that's happened because once the eye you know the eye connection happens the whole demeanor of the kyles and xander who gets caught in the crossfire mm -hmm. trying the to save connection. the day he's trying to save lance mm -hmm. so he breaks all up in there and then oh i also forgot there's an aerial shot of what i classified as as like a hyena version of a pentagram yeah, <laughs> yeah. drawn on the ground in front of the cage it was like really big and i at first i was like this is really weird artwork for a <laughs> like that was like and then, then i immediately thought of the signs with like the bright green and then i was like all right they're going for like cool weird 90s i don't know i very quickly uh, like dismissed it as just like straight this zoo has weird art <laughs> <laughs> and then it wasn't until we get back way later that I was like, oh, it's a like ritualistic fucking pentagram painting. Yeah, it was really great. It would like, I feel like it looked exactly like if I tried to draw a hyena head. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it looks like the logo for something and I can't for the life of me remember what, I guess because I have so much targeted dog ads coming out <laughs> that, like i'm sure i've seen something like that before i'll report back if i figure out what it is yes please yeah um that's hilarious you guys i like that you were able to just brush off the painted dog pentagram as like just whatever i feel like how it like had a goosebumps vibe with the eyes i was definitely getting hard scooby-doo vibes with the mm. like with the old old zookeeper man yeah the zookeeper man for like, sure these hyenas are very sick yeah everyone must stay away from them and yeah i definitely got it because i don't think that they've started calling themselves the scoobies yet 
Mm-hmm. But it definitely makes sense to me that like someone watching this and especially someone if this came out, this episode came out April 7th of 1997. So someone watching this who was watching Scooby-Doo in like the 70s and 80s and like now watching Buffy, I feel like it makes a lot of sense the way that they go with it. Um, Cool. I want to come back to this later because I don't want to give away the ending, but I do have a question about how Xander got mixed up in all of the coyote possessiveness. So I'm just going to... The hyena. The hyena. Yeah, thank you. Hyena possessiveness. <laughs> this coyote possession is in season It's crocata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so we'll come back. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to that. And as we leave the zoo, we our next shot is of the outside of the bronze. And I am predicting that it was like a really extra pop and night because one of the people standing outside of the bronze is wearing bright purple raver pants and like a fur coat so it seems it's probably like, just like a tuesday yeah you think that's it's, just like her tuesday yeah it's 1997 dude. <laughs> that was I'm like jealous. what they wore to work <laughs> I wish- dude, so yeah. when we they pan to the when we get to the inside of the bronze and we get to Buffy and Willow kind of sitting and talking, Buffy is eating and there is a croissant in front of her. Um, But it's still like their drinks are still served like their alcohol. Like they even have those tiny red straws that like go in your mixed drink. And so yeah, she is eating a croissant, which I don't know. Their menu is so fucking confusing. It's so confusing. (laughs) I don't understand why they have breakfast food items and then like soda in mixed drink cups. It's and then I feel like in previous episodes hasn't there been like fries or no, dude. No, no, the muffin. Muffin. That's (laughs) all we've had is the muffin. It's always just so they're just like a they're like a bar that has like some fucking shit from Starbucks or something like some type of like little case display case of like shit that they buy from costco and like Mm -hmm. the huge packs like the croissants exactly dude that's exactly (laughs) what's happening here yeah (laughs) i stand by it's just whatever is on the like crew table (laughs) (laughs) so they had they had poisson that day (laughs) um and I really appreciate how Willow calls out Buffy for wearing Angel's leather jacket. She's oh, like, fully. Yeah, she's like, you've been wearing someone's <laughs> leather jacket for hella days now. And Buffy's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Um, it's nothing. Wait, is this <laughs> it goes also, with the shoes. Is yeah. this also a conversation where Willow, for the first time, explicitly is like, I like Xander. Like, I like, like him. I feel like it's I always been an undertone, but they're actually fully having an open conversation of like, he makes me have a heartbeat down there. Basically, is like what she's saying. She <laughs> like, says he makes my head go tingly. <laughs> okay, that is literally what she means, dude. She's talking about her clit. Down, sure. Her seven inch long. Her down head down head. there, yes. Yeah. So obvious. I don't yeah, know. I do. I, was, I think that it was the first time. I think that there's been this like, you know like we've known each other since we were kids and I care about him but I felt like this was the first time that she has openly admitted or at least that they're having this conversation sure totally yeah 
dude also can we just make a quick comment that Buffy is making Angel's jacket fucking work for her yeah. her giant like end of the movie grease Sandra D hair that she like <laughs> obviously had to take a pick and a blow dryer to like achieve that level of volume and <laughs> she's wearing like a huge chunky ring and it's amazing I Dude, and she's definitely like confiding into Lilith about like I don't know about Angel, like, he's never around, and then whatever he is, all he wants to talk about is vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, dream guy? What? <laughs> That's like my fantasy relationship. Dude, and then it's like, they don't even really ever talk about vampires anyways. He just gives, like, weird, he... like, unclear fucking warnings. <laughs> he technically never talks about vampires, but he is alluding to them. Like, she has to, like, connect 17 dots <laughs> to understand that. He, well, he definitely could have just been like, hey, this fucking vampire, like, is after you. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's, like, Voldemort and he can't say it. <laughs> the name. Oh, the word vampire. <laughs> no, because he can't admit to himself what he is. Yeah. He's a monster. A monster. <laughs> a monster with big dick energy. <laughs> well, dude, that actually leads in real nice because I honestly think <laughs> that Xander enters with some fucking big dick energy dude, he the bronze this night, dude. It's creepy and uncool, but it is still kind of big dick dude, energy. He walks <laughs> in and he fully eye-fucks some poor innocent bystander. <laughs> he walks in. And then he walks up and smells Buffy. Yeah, he smells her hair, dude. It's and so he's, and gross. he's like, he's like, you took a bath. I guess that's fine. Like, I guess. I'd gross. rather smell your natural musk, Buff. Your Buff Ew. musk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, but I did love. I did love how he walks. So he eye fucks and assaults people along the way as he's making his entrance, and he walks up to the table and he's like, "Girls," and I love how Buffy's like, "Boy, yeah. yes, she hella calls it out." Excuse me, yeah, dude. Yes, and then, dude. So again, back to like Willow getting pointed out hella times in this episode as the weakest link, Buffy has that reaction where she kind of stands up to Xander and is like, boy, that was a stupid thing that you just said, right? And Willow just watches Xander be a huge dick and her reaction is, did I do something wrong? Like she takes full ownership for oh, his right, because, feelings and well-being. Yeah, because they were mentioning that on the way back from the field trip, he was acting weird and moody. Mm -hmm. And she hella internalized it. Yeah. And it's really fucked. fucking sad. Yeah. It's fucked, dude. It made me, I, I feel like my, like not so much when I was watching the episode, but afterwards when I was like putting my notes together, I had big feels for Willow. And I'm hoping, I can't remember exactly when it happens, but I hope we, that we see her take her power back in one of these next episodes coming up. I think it'll be good. Um, but yeah, okay. So Xander comes in. He creepily smells Buffy's hair and makes has way too long of a conversation about her scent 
it's uncomfortable <laughs> way and longer then, than it's ever appropriate <laughs> yeah way longer it's like dude you should definitely pretend that you didn't just take a whiff of her hair um and then we get the entrance of the rest of the kyles the kyles walk in and then yes, they just dude. have like the longest nonverbal communication stares that i've With ever Xander. experienced dude yeah. yeah like they're walking and still like nonverbally communicating I was thinking, I feel like I would have fallen. Yeah. Like they're walking through the bar and not breaking eye contact with Xander and like walking and like I would have tripped. <laughs> <laughs> they're not looking where they're going. <laughs> Dude, it's their power, their superpower as hyenas to maintain creepy eye contact while they walk. I guess. Um, dude and then they have a really uncomfortable fat joke that hopefully didn't age well for anybody dude they fully body shame a random innocent person of the bar it's really funny. and xander has this like horrible like it gave me a feeling of like like obviously the writers know that it's fucked up and so they're trying to be like dude look how fucked up these people were but i don't know i hate it i hate it then then xander has this like moment of like explanation and literally all he says is kids fat like therefore oh yeah <laughs> fucked with and like that's it that's like the whole explanation for it well dude i mean as willow and buffy are definitely looking unapproving you know and the whole yeah. episode is like these people are fucking assholes they're basically doing everything that isn't acceptable in polite society so yeah I, I feel yeah. like it's definitely clear that it's like a fucked up thing. It was super fucked up. Yeah, it and was I really feel like random. I also I feel, feel like, like all of their that. behaviors are hyena based and not as much human based. And so like the whole point of them kind of like how you're saying the whole episode is like almost built to like make Willow feel like weak. You know, that's like what hyenas do when they hunt. They go after like the weakest in the pack and like that's how they kill. And I think that like that is being reflected. And so they would they would go after like, you know, the fat one and like start by like, you know, start little attacks and stuff. And then that way it's like easier, the kill is easier. So I feel like it was more representative of like the hyena. Like only the strong survive, right? So they're pointing out like the weakest in every situation. Yeah, because like hyenas a, are like the, you know, they're kind of like the vultures, right? Like they. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm, the like scavengers. They go, they're scavengers. Thank you. And so they, yeah, their whole thing is pretty. They have really nasty, like sneaky hunting techniques and habits and stuff. Yeah, it's like they're always looking for like the baby mm -hmm. of like a fucking migrating herd or mm -hmm. whatever, or, or like, like the sickest. Yes, or, or like who's weakest. injured yeah. already or whatever. Exactly. They're not going after like the the strongest person. Yeah, and I guess that that gives us like a good opportunity to really see a foil with Xander too, because obviously the very beginning of the episode was Xander standing up for somebody that he mm -hmm. was watching get picked on by these exact people and now we are finding that like Xander's inner Kyle has <laughs> come out and he was just a Kyle all along and now he's truly showing those colors. Yeah. He's the leader of the pack of the Kyles dude he's King Kyle. 
Dude, apparently for real hyenas, along with their seven inch long clits, <laughs> the ladies are like the leaders of the pack. Jeez. So it wouldn't, in a normal, in real hyena world, it would have been one of the greasy, spiky-haired women who would have Aww. led the pack. It would have been <laughs> Whoopi. Whoopi should have been the leader of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, dude, she's out there winning Oscars right now, I think. So. <laughs> okay, so the next day, Jen, I thought of you. We finally got our training scene. Well, Giles, literally says, "Finally, Jen." Yeah, <laughs> in my notes. Yeah. I literally also wrote "finally" in my notes too. It's like, oh shit, finally, fucking Buffy is training with Giles. I've been waiting for this. An explanation. I mean, and it's still like, she obviously. I don't know how much is she really benefiting from this. Totally, <laughs> but whatever. I'm still. I'm not gonna. I'm happy well, like that I got, here, that describe I got it. it. Okay, so we get in the library. In between classes, I guess, there is Giles, and he is in those, like, padded things on your arms that you wear, like, when people are practicing boxing kind of you know and there's the dude holding up the pads for you so that he's got that going on and Buffy is practicing her like roundhouse kicks and he is like that's enough (laughs) and she's like no you know just one more and he's like no you have to go back to class (laughs) and then he's like I can't feel my left arm (laughs) (laughs) so he's obviously getting put through put through the run run around dude he's well he's only so much he can really do I think to help her I know (laughs) but it still was nice to get a training I think that 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 was pretty like it kind of just goes to the next scene like there's really that's literally it that was literally it it. they just heard Jen they were like they were like someone in 2020 (laughs) is analyzing (laughs) PC (laughs) um yeah so we get i i I wanted to touch on this earlier and i'm gonna try and loop it in now um so in the next scene buffy uses the word uses the phrase engender school spirit which actually made me pause and go back to the beginning of the episode where she says that she when they were at the zoo and she says that she was looking at the fishes And she says fishes twice. And she in my notes, <laughs> I wrote down really Buffy twice. You're going to say fishes. And then I looked it up. And actually, fishes is the appropriate plural when you are talking about several different species of fish all together. So now, wow. now that she's talking about engendering school spirit, I was like, well, shit, maybe fishes is accurate and it totally was so shout out to Buffy for being the valley girl with the mostest in her <laughs> vocabulary dude it was if ridiculous anybody that knows has like a better working knowledge of the English language than Christy I'm only <laughs> impressed by that <laughs> it's Buffy dude it yeah. turns out it's Buffy I'm only That's impressed <laughs> wow good job so, yeah. well done Buffy yeah dude she's I definitely she's was like rolling my eyes I was like we get it she's dumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, but no, but no dude, I hard. was the dumb they fucking <laughs> inceptioned <dumb>. me <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, dude. It's because that teacher got to her, dude. <laughs> so yeah, that biology teacher. <laughs> can we talk about my favorite character in this whole episode that has just um, a very small appearance? <laughs> of course. Yes, dude. Tell it. Put, give us the intro. So basically, um, Buffy leaves the library and she's walking down the hallway and we get this shot of something that's running. They do like this camera angle that something's running. So it's like all you see are people's ankles as it runs through the hallway. And we find out that it's a little pig named Herbert <laughs> and he is so cute and Buffy picks him up. And Principal Swooty comes around the corner chasing Herbert and lets everyone know that he is the new Razorback mascot. And he has a bunch of, like, tusks and things taped all over him. He's wearing a tiny pig-sized helmet. (laughs) And it's so cute. Yeah, he had, like, foam dragon spikes, green dragon spikes taped to his back or whatever is what it looked like. It was very cute. It's Razorback. Yeah. Yeah. He seemed like maybe he got a little um, freaked out by Flutie, which I never really picked up on. Like, I don't understand why. Yeah, like the pig got kind of like, like not because it's not like super trained actor pig. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the pig has a very explicitly terrified reaction to Xander, dude. Well, I know, but yes, you know what I mean? Like, which seems like intentional, but then it also has a weird reaction to Flutie. Maybe I just made it up. I I was hoping you guys picked up on it. I felt like there was a lot of it was very stimulating for that little pig at that Aww. moment. You know what I mean? Like running through the crowd and having all that stuff on. Yeah. He probably, yeah, actually he was probably viewed Flutie as his abuser because yeah. he keeps him in a fucking cage and fucking tapes shit all over him. Like, of course, <laughs> I would have a bad reaction to that fucking guy too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, valid. So in this next scene, we have Willow trying to like tutor Xander in geometry and Xander just like can't get it and I guess like hyenas can't do math uh, because Willow points out that he had it just a few days ago and he can't do it so something about like he just can't think logically enough to do a proof I guess (laughs) he just he can't do it he's freaking out but it kind of made me sad and tugged at my heartstrings and he's all defeatist he's like I can't do it and I feel like a lot of people are like that with math so no fuck that he got unreasonably irate because he's a douche (laughs) (laughs) and Willow was trying to help him dude and he was just being fucking rude as as he is this whole episode and he threw her book in the trash Dude, he definitely threw the book in the trash, which was really rude. And he walks into the built school, and this is when he walks past the pig, when, and the pig freaks out. And Buffy is there and sees it. And so I feel like to her, this is like sealing the deal. You know, she already knew something was kind of up with Xander, but she couldn't really figure out you know, put her finger on it. And then now the pig freaks out. And to her, she's like, all right something's up I I know I know something's going on yeah we gotta trust Herbert on this one yeah and then they get to their next class which is Jim and they it's raining outside and the guy's like oh it's raining so we can only play dodgeball but it's like they're literally in 
like playing dodgeball on a basketball court. There's, yeah, but this is totally a, It doesn't make any sense. No, it brings back so many memories, dude. The gym teacher so never wanted to play real sports when it was raining. <laughs> it was like the gym teacher's version of putting on magic school bus when they were hungover and like didn't want to teach you anything. <laughs> dude, but also I feel like this was like trying to capture that like specific feeling of my gym teacher is getting the fuck off on the power dynamic of the strong preying on the weak and dodgeball offers up that exact dynamic and it really got into it like in my notes i had in all capital letters dodge ball <laughs> you, you dodge and there were like two separate scenes during the dodgeball where it like specifically goes to the coach's face and he's like biting his lower lip and like swinging his head back and forth really quickly to watch the game go down and he yeah he is definitely aroused he is at least half half chub <laughs> in those fucking gym shorts dude and, and then like there's like this tribal music playing <laughs> yeah like this weird the it's drumming like <laughs> 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 just like really bringing it back dude, to i don't know everything about it i really it did make me put me back into that place though of yeah, having like to do that triggering. shit in house in high school i got bullied pretty bad in high school and so gym class was never a great place for me like i literally got an f my freshman year of gym and had to take it again as a senior and it like dropped my entire gpa down and it's only because i got bullied so bad cuz i was like a freshman in a new town and shit and <laughs> I literally failed because <laughs> I just like wouldn't participate because everyone was so mean and I remember having to like it was the last period of the day and I would have to just like leave gym and like walk onto the bus uh, and it was just such a horrible feeling and yeah it really brought me back to that dude dodgeball should be illegal yeah, it's fucked it's up. The literal worst. Maybe it's the literal worst. They, maybe the people that were mean to you actually were soul bonded with hyenas, and they weren't. They shouldn't be held accountable. To. No, no dude, dude, they were just natural Kyles. Just natural Kyles. Yeah. Well, I was look at also, us now. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they don't have a Buffy podcast. <laughs> dude, I bet they're not triggered when they watch dodgeball scenes either, though. <laughs> Do they no. probably get that was some shit. Fucking, they probably get hard. They get they hard. hard. Yeah, exactly. They definitely relate to the gym coach. They they're get like, bully bonus. Dude. Dude. Gym coach. Oh, they probably are, actually. Dude, they probably are. <laughs> They definitely hang out. They're like that guy from the first episode who's like, let me take you to my high school and show you the views. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like, do they have a reference of in this episode of like the guy who's sweeping up at the pizza parlor and who asks where all the good parties are? <laughs> I don't know. That was a weird reference. It felt too personal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was in this episode that I... I felt like Willow said that to Sam. Yeah. yeah. Didn't she say that oh, yeah, during the geometry scene, right? Yeah. Yes. Which was like, only offensive because I am <laughs> bad at math and I have a big girl job. Dude, I'm, whatever. I'm smart. You're probably not bad at math. I, there's a lot of like, like math anxiety is a real thing. And yeah. 
it's like not handled very well in our school system so it's probably more something like that to be honest thank you yeah everyone so doesn't learn the same way <laughs> yeah. for anyone listening that has math anxiety don't throw your friend's book in the garbage yeah. she's just, just trying to help she's just trying to help just take don't project <laughs> and also even if you are possessed by a hyena apparently hyenas can count up to three so evolution Whoa. is on your side dude evolution <laughs> is on your side it's coming your way even to those that don't have thumbs so you'll be okay dude, um but let's paint a picture of the dodgeball scene basically it's brutal as fuck jen is triggered we're all having a bad time the kids in the scene are having a bad time it basically ends up being just the kyles versus buffy oh my god xander totally nails willow and they have yeah, a furious eye, eye contact over that he's being fucking rude it's just the pack versus buffy and then there's still lance though on the yeah. side of the kyles yeah and on, on the, the side of the kyles line. and then the unthinkable happens dude totally yes, they dude. turn on their own teammate because hyenas are bitches and they know that Buffy is way too strong so they don't even attempt to get down on her because she is the lion dude and there's no fucking way they're gonna attack her and so they just turn on their own teammate Lance I don't know dude poor Lance <laughs> he gets yeah. brutally mauled he's on balls. the ground they surround him in a circle it's super like um like they're gonna do like a ceremony or something <laughs> they just like make a circle around him it's really evil dude that is their ceremony because fucking high school dodgeball is ritualistic and terrifying and cursed dude and then they the coach literally goes i love it like, <laughs> yeah no no the, he, says, literal. he says god this game is brutal yeah. i love it <laughs> and it's so fucked up i actually wrote down that that was the most accurate scene of like any sci-fi show ever is <laughs> when they just like show how awful high schoolers can be to each other and how like yeah fucked up dodgeball is that was some shit but I think that's Gross. also the moment where Buffy's like, okay, Xander's always been a weird dickhead, but something's really fucking wrong with him. Like, he is, this was fucking weird to witness what just yeah. happened. <laughs> and then there's the um, scene in the hallway of the school where Xander is, like, picking on Willow more at her locker and says that he, like, won't have to look at her pasty face which was really rude. And I feel like Buffy hears that. And that is yeah. when she like really puts it all together. And that's when you, to me, this is when I start really getting super fucking annoyed by their hyena laughing. Like, <laughs> like I feel like this is where they start. Like it's being a thing where after any of them says anything, they're just like, ah. <laughs> also is not scientifically accurate because apparently <gasps> when hyenas in the wild laugh it's actually a sign of submission oh, to someone else no. so a more accurate portrayal would have been for them to start laughing at buffy during the dodgeball game when mm. they realize that she's too strong but obviously it's like more interesting to watch and like make sense to us as the viewer for them to be waiting at these are they things. laughing because they're submitting to king kyle though because they're all furiously laughing and Sanders shit talking, right? So I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> that would he make sense too. He also laughs at Buffy, I guess. He definitely laughs because Buffy comes oh, over and he tries does laugh to be like, Buffy. 
like dude you just friend dumped willow fucking in front of everybody what the fuck is your problem and he just starts laughing and walks away so i guess you can interpret that as you will various mm. listeners whatever but, you think yeah. happened <laughs> and then you have i feel like the this is where they heighten is take it too far <laughs> yeah well okay wait, they no, go no, full hyena yeah well, so oh. first first they smell dogs, dogs. and yeah. i got and okay go i got so scared when they were sniffing the air and they're like dogs i was like oh, no <laughs> puppies. yeah no, but it was just dude. hot dogs so it was hot dogs also and- hot dogs aren't dogs like yeah they <laughs> Thank just, you, thank you for confirming that for the listeners. Because I'm <laughs> very scared. So not actual warmed, warmed animals, but but processed pig meat in a tube is the kind of dogs that they were smelling. And so I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but when the pack drives in, because yeah, they say they smell dogs, and then they kind of like go all around this table of kind of like, of like stoner bros. like 90s bros <laughs> yeah and they start eating their food and like my hot guys, dog dude and <laughs> my hot dog the guys it's the long-haired dude from the episode in the computer lab with cordelia <gasps> oh, he's literal, oh it's the same long-haired guy but this time he speaks like an actual person and he says, hey, that is not cool. <laughs> full, <laughs> full sentence. Full sentence for long-haired bro. Because the last time we saw him, he just eavesdropped on Cordelia's conversation That's and right, roly yeah. chaired in to go, whoa, man. <laughs> for some crazy He's like less that. stoned so, today. He's less stoned. It's he's okay. a little less stoned today. Yeah. He's, no, dude, he's just as stoned by... <laughs> This dude motherfucker took his food, dude. (laughs) Shit's getting real. (laughs) Okay, and then and then when the hot dogs are not they're too well done. They're too well done. They're too well done. So then then what happens? Sanders like, oh I know. (laughs) I know where we can go. Herbert. And they go to get Herbert. They like savagely open the cage, dude. And thankfully it pans away like a shameful sex scene <laughs> like, dude but it was still pretty intense i feel like i was surprised how much i was surprised how much the episode hit me as like a cheesy sci-fi show i definitely still had moments of like <gasps> yeah no it was gross you know? it was yeah. a little much and then there is this hella long fucking slow motion walking scene it is Wait. so long it's a whole <laughs> rock song of slow motion and the kyles are just like slow motion walking and everyone is staring at them like because they're that, like what the fuck <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's that it was kind of like when you're hella high and you're like i hope does everyone know i'm high like that's what it made me think of and i'm curious do you guys think that they're like experiencing like shame no i think the that pain? they are giving everyone bad vibes and okay. everyone is looking at them like what is and they're probably confused because xander is hanging out with them and Dude. I don't know. It just was like it was all looks of like 
And then you know? I felt like there was even a scene of like, they were like wiping their mouths. And I was just like, you know, are they like bloody still? And yeah. I, I don't know. It, it was confusing. Like you would think there would be a smell associated to Ugh. if you had just Ugh. eaten Ugh. a living raw animal. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, then they have that like crazy walk and maybe they're becoming a little more hyena-esque at this point as well. Obviously, they yeah. just ate a live pig. So they, they only seem like they're kind of becoming more primal. Yeah. Um, they're also like so matching. They're all wearing all they're black. They're all wearing black. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, no, they, it was like, I wrote that down too, but then one of the women is wearing like green, autumn colors. Yeah, she they're has wearing, her, like, like green earthy. leather jacket. No, it's like, it looked like Earth a shiny, tones. one of those shiny 90s shirts that was like green. That's what I thought it was. It had like sheen or something. <laughs> but know. definitely more like, yeah, like dark colors and like earth tones. Um, and Dude. while they are eating that pig, Willow is wearing a dope fucking beaded choker, <laughs> which was really fucking cool and should definitely make a comeback. Um, and it's like trying to confide in Buffy how fucked up everything is and like talking about how she just got friend dumped in public and Buffy being a good friend tries to take all of this to Giles and talk about how wiggy Xander is being and we get our second instance of mansplaining where Giles (laughs) tries to fucking mansplain to Buffy what like fucking testosterone is yeah it was he literally gives her boys will be boys as the answer but also I just want to point out that Buffy called the Kyles the Dode Patrol what is that I was wondering what that is I have no idea dude and I don't know, but the Dode Patrol is what Buffy has. And she says it a few times. <laughs> she says it multiple times. Like, okay, interesting. I'm definitely going to Google Dode right now. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! It means something. It's like It a- means Toad! <laughs> okay, I just looked up Dode and it says a deceased person. Okay. Mine urban dictionary says a derivative from the word chode, essentially meaning a penis that is significantly skinnier than it is wide. Some might call it the anti chode. <laughs> it's a chode. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Buffy renames them the Dode Patrol. And as soon as Giles is like, no, boys will be boys, Buffy immediately is like, uh, no, he was possessed by a hyena. (laughs) She has, like, absolutely suspended all belief, dude. Like, she just gets there so fast. She's like, you know, he went into that caution tape at the hyena club, and that creepy zookeeper told us that they were sick, but that's not what it was. No, it's because Giles is like, boys, when he's like, boys will be boys, he's like, teenage boys, they prey on the weak. Mm, and she's and like, prey on the yeah. weak. <laughs> Buffy's like, wait, I've heard that sentence one other time in my life. She like, <laughs> full, like, national treasures. Yes! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and then, then I love the part where Willow's like, okay, so now they're realizing he's possessed. And then Willow's like, Giles, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to get my books and yeah. stuff up. <laughs> like Dude. Buffy fucking told me to. In yeah, the beginning, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I'm going to do what fucking 
that's me totally <laughs> okay meanwhile principal foodie principal he wants foodie. to put his fucking foot down because he's pissed he's like the what fuck is this <laughs> he's seen some <laughs> fucked up shit in his day it's like but what space? metal records were you listening to <laughs> <laughs> what marilyn manson inspired <laughs> shit is this so he confronts the kyle dude yeah, and he's like, come to my office. Dude, so the child come to the office and he's wording them up. And they're just like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> yeah, they're just like <laughs> making rrr, quiet rrr, rrr. animal sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and I cannot only imagine, I, you know, I just feel like this has happened to a principal, you know, like they have busted a group of weird fucking troubled teens who have like i don't know weirdly eaten some animal and then they're in their office trying to scold them and the weird ass kids are just like no it's like when the cat when the girl that thinks she's a cat gets hauled into the principal's office yes she's like god yeah i just feel like this is this is based in fact this scene right here no, dude, I'm sure that's what being a principal feels like every fucking day. I know he takes it wild animals in the stride for sure. Um, well, he tries, he sure tries to, and then, and I feel like he's doing pretty well, like, kind of trying to stand his ground, even though they're like fucking teenagers, youths are fucking terrifying, and he's still doing a pretty good job standing his ground. And then one of the females fucking scratches his face and that's when he starts to feel like maybe something is not quite right here if he wasn't already scared that they had just eaten a live pig he's sure fucking <laughs> scared now yeah. i think he's putting two and two together <laughs> at that moment for sure yeah and Dude. maybe like the smell of blood gets them all fucking oh excited like maybe they wouldn't have actually cannibalized him if they hadn't gotten so riled up by the smell of the blood but they yeah, do they smell the blood yeah. and they all pounce and i to be honest i forgot the principal foodie dies in this episode <laughs> oh yeah dude. they fully it's killed brutal. him off yeah i forgot i was that really surprised alive. i was like wow dude he does not last very long <laughs> no he doesn't even yeah. last a full school year yeah but yeah basically... man they fucking ate that fool yeah. A lot of it, dude, like a zombie scene. It was yeah. I couldn't I couldn't it was crazy how much how fucked up it, it was for like a cheesy sci-fi show. That really that scene really got me. Yeah. yeah. Good. But meanwhile, and, while Principal Foodie is getting cannibalized, um the gang is in the library and they're doing their thing. They're reading books. Dude, and actually they so the gang, part of the gang is in the library, but Xander we should point out is not eating the principal. Yeah, so, oh smart. no! Thank God, a small. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> what did Giles call it? A small mercy. <laughs> yeah, a small mercy that Xander at least did not eat a human being, a live human being. Oh, is he it because he was trying to rape Buffy? Okay, I did not Lucky like this us. scene. Lucky for us, he was trying to rape Buffy. I didn't like it either. I did appreciate that when Buffy talks about it to Willow. She references it specifically as a felony sexual assault. No, he tried and his really hand at felony assault. Yes, and I really <laughs> appreciate that she at least like, points out that that's she what She fought him was. off. Yes. <laughs> and 
dude, yeah, he gives her the old, you know what you really want. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he pins her on the ground and he pins her against a wall and it's just really fucked up. It's such a long scene. And yeah, and then he so says, disgusting. the better I scare you, the better you smell. Ugh. Yeah, it was really gross. Yes. <laughs> And yes. then Buffy fights him off. She punches him hella hard in the face. Yes, knocks him out. Yeah. She hits him with a desk. Out. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. With a desk. With a full-on desk, yes. Yeah, like he fucking deserves. And then locks him up in a cage like he fucking deserves. I was wondering, it's like, okay, so if, like, is... Yeah, where is are this, they? Well, they're in the library because they have, like, a library, like, he, they lock him in like this library cage that like books are caged in. I don't know. It's fucking weird. But I was thinking like, is it that the hyena soul is rapey or is it that they're like debased to like their most mm. like natural instincts and like Xander is like a rapey person? Like, I don't think that was ever clarified of like, did it tear down like the kind of like front that these people you know, the bullies barely had any of that tact at all. But, like, I, I don't know. I, I just was kind of, like, wondering, like, how much of that is, like, Xander's baser feelings versus, like, being controlled to be, like, Yeah, a I actually, I had that same feeling, dude. And the feeling that I walked away with was that, like, similar to being drunk or on drugs, that, like, you wouldn't do something that you wouldn't do normal it's just like took away his inhibitors and made him feel like yeah that like, no i do feel acceptable. like he is i think that also um i don't know i feel like with a seven inch pseudo penis i think that heinous <laughs> probably raped a lot <laughs> All right, yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. I mean, like, without getting into doing any research on it, I would assume that it's fairly prevalent in the species, yeah. Fair argument. Okay, so, yeah, an unconscious, thank God. Dude, okay, so why, what is the reasoning they give for Principal Flutie being eaten alive in his office. Dude, wild dogs. Wild, wild dogs, dogs dude. What? Another, another example of why we need to defund the Sunnydale <laughs> Police Department, dude, because they their official theory as a police department is that wild dogs got into Principal Foodie's office and cannibalized him. And then just left, like did no other damage. Yeah, nothing else. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, so just, uh, I guess at least it's on theme. (laughs) And as always, class is not dismissed, dude. As Principal Flutie would have wanted it, his death did not disturb classes. (laughs) Everyone is still at school. No one gives a fuck. So as Buffy is, you know, she knows that Xander is possessed by a hyena. She's kind of got that figured out. Giles kind of gives her some deets that there is, um, Kind of some old tribal stuff going on. Is this when he tells her that? And mm-hmm. I feel like Buffy yeah. immediately is like, oh, I know. I need to ask that creepy zookeeper <laughs> guy. <laughs> immediately she knows where to go. And dude, she kind of like runs off to do that, right? And her and Giles. Oh yeah, her and Giles, yeah. And then they there leave is Willow this, with the key. Yeah. Xander's cage. And just like, yeah, in this weird jail 
in the library, book, I guess. Book jail. Book jail, yeah. <laughs> the restricted <laughs> section, dude. The, yeah. The where they keep, section. like, Huck Finn, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, yes, exactly. Catcher in the Rye or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess all the hyenas are tired from their huge meal of duty. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. And so yeah. they're just like chilling in some grass somewhere. Like I on guess. the street, like near a sidewalk, I guess. Yeah. Or like, like in a park or something. Like a grassy median. <laughs> they're, yeah. just, they're just napping. And there is this poor fucking woman, dude, who obviously doesn't, she just needs a break, right? She's got her baby in a fucking backpack. And she's like, I need to get <laughs> some fucking sleep work. tonight, dude. <laughs> like, I need to walk this backpack baby around. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get the creepy Kyle Highness are like, <laughs> and they're growling at her. And she just straight up backs away. <laughs> like a pro she just like this is not the the first time she's run into creeps in the sunny during walking at night in sunnydale she used to live in san francisco for sure (laughs) (laughs) she's just like backing away dude all right my bad my fucking bad (laughs) and then they just go back to sleep because they're like ah they're full they're too full they can't handle a woman and a baby baby, dude that's too much So back at the library, Xander wakes up, dude. And he's still creepy as fuck. He's trying to be like, yeah, we never had to like trouble like this until Buffy came along. And now like, now we're so dependent on Buffy, aren't we? Like, because she just brings the bad vibes when it's actually him bringing the bad vibes, dude. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Um, And he's like, Willow, like, it's me like come on come closer like it's chill like everything is totally fine like I am back to normal dude come closer and she comes close to the cage dude and he tries to grab her and he's like "Ah." (laughs) 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 he is not back to normal no dude and then he like she fucking is just like well now I know (laughs) she was like (laughs) like, how did you not know (laughs) it was it was a test all along (laughs) I feel like if one of you was possessed, I would hella know. <laughs> It'd be so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, you are trying to talk against Buffy, and I know that you're, like, obsessed with her. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, this is not you. And so then we have fucking Buffy and Giles get to the creepy zoo fucking keeper, and they're like, oh, my God, the some of these students were possessed by the hyenas, and he's like, Yep, sounds about right. It's just like yeah. hella chill about it. And Giles and the zookeeper become best friends. Instantly. They both know in like ancient wisdom about yeah. tribal, like hyena ceremonies, and, like ritual Dude. and like soul bonding. But this was like, so this was where, this was when I remembered what the zookeeper's whole deal was, was when um Giles says yes I've been researching it I'm like researching trans possession and this specific tribe the Maasai of the Serengeti and that all you need is a predatory act and some kind of symbol 
and the zookeeper is hella interested in that information and he's like oh what book did you find that in and Buffy kind of snaps them out of it and it's like hey we left Willow with our possessed friend in the library like we're <laughs> gonna have to chop chop get back to this and dude so this this is what made me this is what I wanted to come back to when we were talking about how Xander got possessed in the first place because like was he doing a predatory act when the possession happened all of the other Kyles were doing a predatory act but Xander totally came in to try to help out that dude so that was a point of interest for me I guess maybe he was being predatory towards the Kyles in trying to you know stop them but also um creepy doopy keeper guy it's like cool no worries happens all the time people get possessed go ahead and like bring them here and I'll prepare everything and we'll get ready to like on anti-possess trans-possess mm-hmm. the people and put the hyena spirit back in the puppet so that everything is fine again in the he actual just- hyena he was way too down. Mm-hmm. He just like heard like ritual, transpossession, hyena, and he was like, Yeah, let's do it. I'm so on board with this. Like he's like, all I've been doing sus. is cleaning fucking elephant shit all day. <laughs> like, let's and do he, this. he was like, I always knew there was something weird about those hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> dude. They're very sick. They're very sick um dude so okay and then also the zookeeper gives us really important information regarding willow that he so he tells giles and buffy to just bring the possessed students back and they say that they only know where one is but the rest are missing and the zookeeper gives us very helpful information that you know no worries as soon as the pack eats and rests they will track down the missing member of the pack until they find him so that tells us that willow is not only locked up with one possessed hyena man but that there are four other possessed hyenas hyena people coming after her and it pans off to the library and this shit was legitimately creepy to me where Willow is sitting down at the computer trying to ignore Xander. But she's watching, she's watching violent ass takedowns of like planet Earth of like hyenas feeding. I I was actually wondering, like she was watching that in the scene before and she is still watching it. And it's not like she's watching a nature show to learn. She's only watching like top, like YouTube's top 10 hyena takedown, like brutal hyena murders of innocent animals. Like it's so fucking weird. The compilation. She's definitely... I felt like it was the director trying to serve us some like Flutie. It's like we couldn't Ooh, show you Flutie getting eaten, yeah. but like this is what it looked like, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then Rift, you start hearing this like creepy as fuck voice going like Willow. Yeah. Willow. <laughs> and it's like they're like putting their hands on the glass like they've never used hands before <laughs> it's like they're like bleh, like creepy hands that are like ooh glass <laughs> <laughs> super creepy 
it was super creepy. And then it's like, dude, they don't even try to like actually lure her out. They just do the creepy thing before they break all the windows. Why and, like, didn't they just in. come through the door of the library? <laughs> yeah, dude, at that point, it would have made way more sense. I know. And those like custom ass, like half circle so glass nice. pieces are going to be super expensive to replace. <laughs> That's the taxpayer dollar right there. <laughs> Dude, so yeah, so they super scarily come in, which like legit freaked me out. And Willow yeah. wisely she books goes it. fucking running, dude. Yeah, yeah, she fucking books it. For some reason, she stays in the school and like puts herself in a position like she hides under a desk. And it's like, bro, like, they're animals. <laughs> they're gonna obviously smell you out, dude. Like that's the oh. shit that I would do in a nightmare if I'm having a nightmare where I'm running from someone, dude. Like you should know better to get in a place where you have an easy exit, not like you're locked in a room, stuck in a position where you have no option for fight or flight. It was not very well thought out on her part. Dude, the suspenseful music is so good. It's just this sound. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but the Kyles release Sander and they immediately surround him and sniff him. Yeah, Yeah. they do. Because they're his bro. (laughs) They are like, "Mm, no baths have been had. Dude, and they're chasing Willow, and I feel like the sound guy was just using ape noises. Did you feel like that? (laughs) Instead of hyena noises, it was like... Just zoo like a compilation zoo noise. (laughs) It was weird. It was confusing. And then we get um, Xander sniffs out. He must have sniffed out fucking Willow, and he jumps out and kind of attacks her. And then thankfully, Buffy is there with the timeliness, dude. And beats his fucking ass. And, <laughs> yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, and so he just, like, runs away. And the pan to this, like, little kid who I is eating, like, an ice cream cone. But I don't think it – maybe it's an ice cream sandwich because his mom was like, make sure you chew that. I don't know. I was confused about what he's eating. <laughs> and they're having, like, this argument where the – Mom is pissed because she thinks that the dad said that the woman that they were visiting looked better than her. And he was like, I didn't say that. I just said she looked better. And the mom's like, I heard you. And so they're just having this like hella horrible argument. It's so triggering. (laughs) It was so uncomfortable. And then these fucking teens, these Kyles show up and they're like, <laughs> oh, and they're saying the kid's name. Yeah, they're like they heard him Joey. say the kid's name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joey, because they're inside the car, so they're in the car, and all of a sudden you hear the Joey. The family is. Joey. The family is inside the car. Yeah, not the hyenas. Joey, and then the kids jump on the car. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden Buffy's like on the roof, the hood, or yeah, yeah the roof of the car. She's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, she like saves the family and then she like looks at the pack of piles and she's like didn't your mother ever teach you not to play with your food (laughs) yes which must be traumatizing as fuck for that kid because he's like whoa i'm food (laughs) (laughs) 
she's also assuming that they all have moms so that's really funny (laughs) (laughs) and then we get to like the next scene is the zoo and the zookeeper guy is like he is full on in like icp face mask (laughs) and i just expect this like the great Miliko. He he has face paint like how those super intense Raiders fans paint their face. Like, that's what it looks like. Dude, yeah. And he has like a handlebar mustache that he's painted to look like teeth. So when he like opens his mouth, like the handlebar mustache teeth are also moving. And that shit was fucking traumatizing. Like, I was straight up terrified. And Giles sees him come out in all of this stuff and he's just like oh yeah cool. good yeah Wonderful. he's like yeah. you're ready yeah. yeah you're good you're good to go in your like trans possession fit cool yeah. cool let's like get this going and then he notices the like jurassic park style painting on the ground and he's like mm, the pentagram the pentagram for hyena face is here and that doesn't really seem like part of yeah the reversal of possession he's like this guy's hella extra <laughs> dude and then as he realizes it i feel like he this is like one of the moments where i really love giles when he just like realizes that he is in fatal danger and he just throws shade on the guy he's like he's like ha must have been frustrating for you when all these douchebag teenagers came in and like stole your hyena spirit from you and you're obviously trying to have this like spiritual experience of bonding with this primal creature and instead, it's just all these Kyles. <laughs> these Dodes, dude. All these Dodes, this Dode crew. I do love Giles. He's the pettiest bitch I've ever met. I fucking love him. Yeah, like, he gets fucking, amazing. he gets fucking staffed. The guy is, like, also holding maybe, like, a ritualistic staff. And he, like, hits Giles in the face with it and knocks him out. Dude, to the yeah. gut, I thought. He's oh, like, how yeah. did he knock him out? He gets him to the gut and he's like hella hard. Giles is like, <laughs> Which I thought was the predatory act. But then Willow comes in because yes. Buffy, during this, their whole plan was to have Buffy kind lure of like the lure Kyles. them in, lure all the Kyles, all the chodes in. And willow hears them coming and is like "Ugh, giles is taking forever and tries to go in and help and apparently yeah hitting giles was not enough of a predatory act because then our zookeeper raiders fan guy like ties up willow and is planning on I don't know, actually, just, like, tying her up was his ritualistic act. I think he was gonna, like, let her get eaten by those hyena people. Yeah. Yeah. And she just, like, hella passively lets her hands get tied. Yeah, dude. He's like, all right, it's fine. Yeah. And then the the hyena, rather, the hyena come, like, doesn't even really come out of the den and certainly doesn't possess the guy it's like all four of the possessions move from the Kyles into the zoo- the zookeeper. Yeah, it's like which all... was kind of crazy. They well, all did like... the goosebumps eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that like the, what the trans possession was? I guess because like yeah. that's what okay because tra- they... that's what like the prefix of trans means is it's like a crossing 
from like one into the other. So like Wait, but that's, they were talking mean. about in the ritual, like how are we going to find someone who's down to like take all the souls? Oh. Remember they're like, Giles was like, yeah, they need to be inserted basically into someone else. And I think Willow or Buffy was like, yeah, do you have any volunteers for that? And then that's why he was like, okay, maybe we need to think of something else. Got it. Okay, I totally missed that. Okay, well then, yeah. So but they. I get this am guy. also confused. I wrote down that I'm confused at how all this magic is working at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Just, it's only confusing to me. It, yeah, it was not linear. How this and it happened really fast. It was just like all yeah. of a sudden they're there. He steals their hyena mojo. He has it, and then like he has it, yeah. Immediately gets just thrown into the Buffy throws him into the hyena pit, and then the hyena pits, the hyenas in the pit eat him. So I'm so confused because I was like, yeah. I thought he was embodying the souls of the hyena. So why would he attack himself? Totally. totally. I was also it was a kind of a rushed ending. It was definitely the last season of Game of Thrones. Like they just <laughs> kind of slapped it together and it made no sense. So I can see like maybe it was something like since the guy was the one who was like very purposely kind of controlling the ritual, right? So maybe he then was able to control the hyena power and it was more of like a power for him as opposed to them being like possessed by the hyenas. But I don't know, that was just like, because he was obviously very, I mean, he's got the face paint on, dude. Maybe that's what it is. It's like, so he was like, kind of had the power of hyenas as opposed to being possessed by them or whatever. Yeah. But I don't okay. know. Power. It just all immediately, he just gets thrown in the pit and then he's done. And it's like, okay. That was easy. And then we are back at school and right and we Buffy's have outfit dude so Buffy Wait, has like what is okay but she has this like she has this like pink almost like Chinese silk style skirt you know with the that like um almost like that type of like with the embroidery like, yes like that type yeah, of that pattern like, yeah yeah and so it's pink though hot pink and then she has this like black graphic tee with like an old school pinup and then she has a black beanie and her boots <laughs> and it's like 90 degrees <laughs> it's amazing it was amazing it definitely i took pause when i <laughs> saw what she was wearing um Dude, but that's yes. her i'm gonna pretend that my friend didn't try to rape the outfit apparently because, taking her power back <laughs> yeah yeah she because xander is say is like kind of trying to explain his narrative of what has happened since he says he can't remember anything Mm -hmm. and that he can't remember everything anything and he is just like hearing all of the horrible things and saying that like he hopes that he didn't do anything too embarrassing not even like hurtful or traumatizing but like too embarrassing to his friends and kind of gives an an overall apology for his behavior but neither Willow nor Buffy addresses what happened. They definitely have like internalized that trauma and it's only going to come out when they play dodgeball and they have <laughs> like blind aggression against their peers. Um, but Giles definitely calls him out on it and like tells him that in any of the possession stories he's heard of, there's never memory loss. So kind of like, 
at least one person can hold Xander accountable for how fucked up he was in this episode. And it's unfortunate that it's Giles who obviously has the boys will be boys excuse locked and loaded in his head. Um, but the episode ends with this kind of like weird quote from Xander, <laughs> which right? I want to incorporate into my wedding vows. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna say, I think. <laughs> That is your vow. It's say, say the quote, Gracie. I want you to read it. I want you to read written, it. Written, done. So it ends with him saying, <clears throat> shoot me, stuff me, mount me. <laughs> and then he just walks away. And like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's the whole ep- That's That's the ending. And I did not understand what the fuck that was about. So what was the overall, like, what's the lesson? Like, it's the 90s, all episodes of all, what's the, what did we learn? I did guess we what learned we learned anything? is that if someone's possessed, you shoot them, stuff them, and mount them. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the that go-to. There probably was some of that, like, pack mentality, you know, where you aren't, you know, like, you're willing to do things that you wouldn't do when you're in, like, a pack. Um... I think that there's like some of that, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it was all. And I think the, that, that kind of like manipulation of um, trying to convince people that like they are weak in order to make them easier to kind of like tear down or bully or whatever. Yeah, it was some bully. <laughs> Bully, anti-bullying message dude it was yeah. it actually reminded me of that scene in mean girls where she's like describing like the dynamics of a high school and it's more like baser like animalistic survival kind of and I was kind of feeling like that's more what this episode was of just like you know it's t- being a teenager it's like fucking sh- shit it sucks and I mean even you know Jen having your memories of like PE and stuff it's like that is I mean I hope I like to think that those people they grew up now out of that phase of maybe that's not how they would act but like as a teenager it's it's not who you really are it's it's yeah it's way more just like not um evolved (laughs) behaviors and like thinking processes um but yeah definitely anti-bullying episode for sure yeah yeah I mean it definitely like your brain literally isn't developed yet yeah Um, and so yeah it's a yeah but I thought that I mean it was very very good episode it was super creepy um you know I I mean (laughs) I guess it's not the first time in that at the end of the episode I'm like I don't like Xander even more than I did (laughs) And so that, that I feel like was another takeaway. (laughs) Xander's the worst. God, he is. But for all of our listeners, I have great news. Episode seven, it's just called Angel. (gasps) Yay, I can't wait to watch it. We are going to get the anti-Xander, our honey. (laughs) Uh, He is a honey. He is a honey, so... Yeah, we have that to look forward to next episode, everyone. That's great. I'm super excited. I'm fucking excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you fucking dodes. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and joining us. Until next time. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.
This episode was created and recorded by Amanda Kelly, Chris Rath, and Jen Rath. It was edited by Jen Rath. Our theme music is by Daniel Nico and James Bassa. Thanks, everyone.